0: Stupid, what's going
1: on, everybody? We are back with another hour of Backstreet Sports. The whole crew's in the house. Doggone uh, right, myself, Max, Tyre, we Tanner, yo, 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 and Chris. I'm pumped, I've, Fellas. Been, I've been up for I, so long, and I'm so
2: pumped. Sorry, Max, no I didn't problem. mean to cut you off.
1: You're doing good. You're feeling all right today? No, you, you, no, <laughs> <laughs> a lot to get to today. All right, we're gonna start with a little bit of Phillies talk. I want to dive right into this so ten...
2: first place, National League East. Even though they're like two games above 500, I'm so excited because we have a great player in the right field. Isn't that right, Tanner?
3: Yeah, let's not talk about that guy.
2: What? What's wrong with Actually,
3: you know what? I'll go right into it. Today I'm grumpy. Uh, uh-oh. And I think I'll just. I think I'll talk about this sorry excuse for an outfielder in the right am field. It's
2: Wait a second. No, 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 no. We're,
3: we're not talking about the same guy, are oh, we? No, we're talking about $330 million man. We're talking about rookie of the year. Rookie we're talking the- about MVP. Oh, Past my. rookie, of the year. Past rookie. Of the year. We're talking about. It's an
0: outrage.
3: We're talking about <laughs> Bryce,
0: Aaron, Max,
3: Harper. That's who we're talking about. Bryce,
0: Bryce, Aaron, Max, Harper. This is going to yeah. be the. This the funny part is I've never seen Tanner upset or pissed off in any way. So this is going to be entertaining for me. No,
3: listen. <laughs> we knew he wasn't as good as he is batting. We we knew he wasn't as good in the field. But this is absolutely ridiculous. This man can't track down a pop up. He has two official errors. It's funny of the year. to me too. But you know how many times I've <laughs> seen that man dive for a ball and completely miss it and look like a fool out there?
2: You could put a bench out it. there.
3: <laughs> you could put a bench out there and the ball will hit the bench. It's uh, ridiculous. Look,
2: okay. Now,
3: yes, Bryce Harper, we are
2: paying you more money than three of us will ever see in our life. Three hundred and thirty dollars. Wow. <laughs> <$330. laughs> <laughs> 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 you can't catch a pop up? What are you doing? No. Bryce, look. I understand what Tanner here is saying. You gotta catch that. Come on. Would that turn into a double, dude? Oh my god, Bryce, Bryce. And then he story. put his head down when he dropped the ball. He put his head down. Didn't even try to get the ball after that. <sighs> he, and he and Bryce has been on a bit of a slump lately. Thirty-eight strikeouts, to uh, be exact. Jeez, jeez. I didn't realize it was that many. That's
1: yes, thirty. If you take out that five-hit game he had in Colorado, <laughs> yeah. I want I mean, winners. Yeah. It's really bad, yeah, that's that line
2: they they were talking about that the other night, yeah, they, he's uh, to, if you take that out, I think he's batting below two hundred right now, yeah uh if you take that one game out, so
3: what's he Bryce, here for? it's
2: still early on, sorry, what's he here for uh <laughs>
3: What's he wow. doing? What's he doing that
2: Gene <laughs> wow. isn't doing? What's he doing that Aaron I am Altair can't? <laughs> <do? pissed off. laughs> wow, Max, do you want to elaborate on that? Can is there things that Aaron Altair can do that Bryce Harper cannot?
3: Maybe catch a
1: pop up. <laughs> I personally think we should be like just a little bit more lighthearted about Bryce. I think right now, <laughs> now hear me out on this one. Hear me out, people. Right. Hear me right. out. I think that throughout his career. Bryce has had his inconsistencies, especially in the outfield as a defender. And even before we signed him, we kind of knew he wasn't the best right fielder from mm-hmm. a defensive standpoint. No, obviously, not at all. Um, now, honestly, that play last night was was terrible.
2: That was pretty bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. it was a little league play. I think like a, like a twelve year old could have caught that yeah. caught that ball. So, you know,
2: it, <laughs> was that like a wise ass comment? <laughs>
1: <laughs> from my my viewpoint on this is Bryce is not the only one on this team struggling. Right, no. The last couple weeks, our offense as a whole. Yeah,
3: but the thing is, we notice more when Bryce is struggling because he is our team. Oh guy. yeah, he's the centerpiece. Is, he, much. Is he is, is the, the 330 centerpiece million that we dollars. build around now. The one
1: guy who's not though is Gene Segura. He's been playing great baseball, but as as a, I'm talking about the offense as a whole, it's been struggling. You know, there's, there's you look at main guys in this lineup, the averages aren't where we expected it to be. The the home runs, um, besides Reese, haven't really been you know up to par in my opinion i thought bryce at this point maybe i mean because the hype it could be just a hype coming into the season but i thought he might have like 10 plus at this point i thought he especially hitting in our ballpark i mean that ballpark in right especially right field down the lines 330 um but again this game this this sport baseball is a different sport than, than what we're used to you know for for basketball you know football 16 football 16 game season yep hockey too chris i know big hockey guy 82, 82
2: games, games is a lot.
1: Baseball is 162. Exactly. exactly, Chris. Great point. 82 games is a lot of games, but yep. baseball yeah. is 162, 162 games.
0: 162. Football is only has a lot. 16.
2: No yeah, you, know regular season. You do make a great point there, Max, because, I mean, are we even going Say the Phillies go on a nice hot run in June. We're not even going to remember this. Yeah. And. Because, yeah, it, it's still very early on. Uh, like I said earlier, the Phils are still first in the division. Exactly. Which I honestly, surprised me because I'm like, geez, they've been very cold lately. But that that that's the competition of this division. We are the wor- – when you look at our record compared to all the other division leaders, uh-huh. we, we have the worst record. But that, I feel like, also attributes to how good the division is also. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. Come on, man. So – I, I, I'm certainly not. Uh, it, it is frustrating, but I'm not losing hope like some ridiculous people. Like, geez, yeah. I, 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 I'm not even kidding. I got a text from a friend who said, "Man, let's just get rid of
3: Bryce. Let's what? Whoa, let's get Mookie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's go.
2: Let's get Mookie. What? All right, listen. And I'm like, look, I lo- Mookie's great. Mookie Betts is great. It's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> You got to remember too, Bryce. The Bryce signing wasn't just because of talent. You know, it was because his face is everywhere. You know, in Philly, yes. you see it all the time. Yeah. And Bryce has been my favorite player for years now. And just I, even now, he's struggling. But when he's out to play, I'll stop and watch regardless of how he's doing because yeah. he's just like that. That he's like that big face. You know, right. that big that big three hundred thirty million dollar guy. You know, you mm-hmm. you want to watch him play regardless. So um, I always look at like basketball. We look at basketball. Basketball is a game of runs mm-hmm. in the game. You know, players you can be down like twenty points in the NBA, and all of a sudden you got. James Harden and CP like go off and all of a sudden it's cut to five. Right. I feel like baseball is a season of runs. Mm-hmm. People are going to go through their struggles, you know? So it's two totally different ends of the spectrum
0: here. You know how I view Bryce Harper right now? Cause I, you know, I'm, I am hearing the criticism and I'm hearing what everybody is saying. Bryce Harper is almost like the quarterback of an NFL team. They get the most praise when everything is going right. And they're going to get the butt end of everybody's ire when everything is going wrong yep, because he is a $330 million man. Granted, I do agree with Tanner that, as an outfielder, I feel as though you should be better than what you've been displaying. Right. But we didn't bring him here for defense. We brought him here for
3: offense. Yeah, but we shouldn't have to be able to, to notice how bad he is in the outfield.
1: There's been a couple – especially that play in Colorado. I know that he had a, another maybe,
3: – Maybe stay after, hit some field field drills or something, just improve. Just like we need Ben Simmons to hit the free throw line and improve on his free throws. We need Bryce Harper to improve on his outfield.
1: Yeah. I you know I agree 100 and I for for me personally I figured like you know we were gonna live
3: with that right coming I don't mean, get me wrong all jokes aside Bryce Harper is a great player yeah oh he's yeah. just no, going for a slump right now I would no I I wouldn't trade him at all
2: no the one, that, one of the
3: things okay. I wanted to point
1: out was, was he went over four at the plate last night with yep. two Ks if he if he makes that poor defensive play in the outfield and then goes two for four two bombs right you got to make up it somehow and yeah, he will he's t- he's he's too of a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, again, Chris, you made a great point. We're in first place, and look how poorly we're playing, and yeah. look how injured we were. injured. Segura, we got back. Odubo Herrera's is still hurt. Roman Quinns—I mean, Roman Quinns hurt. Not that he was doing anything for us when he was healthy, but the names I mean, and yeah. players. Pavetta's in, Pavetta just struck out fourteen in, tr- in AAA or Double A the other day, and people that I've been hearing are saying, "Bring him back as a reliever in non-like in you know not high leverage situations Wait, but, or anything." Pavetta. Bring Pavetta back as uh, a reliever, man. He he's a strikeout machine.
2: He yes, he is. But just after those performances, I, he I feel like he just need. I feel like demoting him to AA, Is he still down there? Um, I I, I, sure. I don't even know. But I feel like that's a little extreme. But I want I want him to marinate down there in Triple A yeah. until maybe July.
1: Here's my point about Pavetta because I was honestly coming out of spring training, I was high on him. Oh, and um, I really thought he could be number two in this rotation. Um, I just don't want to, You know, I don't want him to get lost in the fold. I know because he's in AAA. The guys we we kind of forget about down there. I mean, no one thought about Iakov until and was, all of a sudden Iakov was on the team, like in the first month of the season. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we still have Iakov. So um, I think for him, confidence is going to be key because he's got this stuff. Like I said a couple episodes ago, he's got this stuff, and if he can develop and get confidence and work on those mechanics and high leverage situations, because his his arm is he can throw close to 100 miles an hour if he comes in late like game situations and like guys on other teams or big boys are coming up in that lineup and we need to get him out he could strike him out he can overpower guys like that you know not pitch like nishak's a, a good pitcher but he pitches the contact sometimes that hurts him so for, for pavetta i think um especially listen to some of the shows today on the radio yes. i'm hearing a lot of people calling in and talking about pavetta and how he would be a lot better in the bullpen and i agree with them
2: have, I, to stay with the pitching have you uh seen or heard about these uh Trade rumors that have just sparked up today.
1: I did not. What, what's uh,
2: Phillies uh, could land Matthew Boyd from Detroit. Now, really? a lefty. Yeah, and, and I mean it's not exactly a sexy name. No, but it, it, I feel like it could get a decent lefty in this rotation. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter. I, I, I feel like it would just be a one for one.
1: Definitely. Deal. No, I, just I a confident. one for one small deal. Definitely.
2: And <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, I found that on uh, NewJersey.com. dot mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know how. Reliable,
1: that is. Right. but One thing I want to bring up yeah. is that Zach Eflin's complete game the other day, I, I've never watched a, a player on the Phillies throw a complete that game. It was and, gym. yeah. And, but me actually be like not, like I was not like happy about it. I wasn't like really? sitting there like, oh man, this is great. Only because the whole time he was dominating out there, I was thinking about the previous couple of starts, like the inconsistency. Mm. And like I say that word inconsistent the last couple of episodes on the show. Yeah. And it's still there. Like it's just so frustrating to watch because he can go out and throw something like that. He, we know he's got the talent to do it. But then he'll go out in Colorado to go four innings, give up four runs.
0: So your frustration right. is where you want him to be more consistent. You want him to play like the nine innings that he played really gave up one run and we run what was that, four one? Yeah. The yeah. thing the thing is with
1: me, we've been talking about these pitching. For the past couple months, even in before in spring training and all, and everybody right when we're about to like write out somebody off, you know, we write Peabody off. He's in AAA. Right when Eichoff has that solid start, and then he has a couple bad ones, and then he throws like seven think innings the other night, like last week, just as we're about to write him off, they will go out and do something crazy, like throw a complete game like that. And that's true. You know what I mean? That's you crazy. Can, they, they, no one just stays consistently poor, but no one can take that next step and develop into that, you know, top of the rotation. Not even an ace. We don't need. We have noel you know, so we don't need an ace, but we need. Somebody that can get up there and I call or uh, excuse be, me, Arietta's level. Let's be
0: honest. The way nolan has been playing, do we consider him an ace? Eh, that's a little bit of a stretch. He's, at this he's point. still
2: the ace of this team. Man, they're, they're they're not this
0: gonna, team. Yeah. Like,
1: his last two starts have been much better.
2: That that metaphorical badge is not going to be ripped off of him this season, at least. Yeah. Uh, he he is taking the mound tonight against I forget
1: Detroit. Hope. Detroit is it? De- oh yeah. Yeah, staying two game oh series. Oh my god, the only yeah. two game series. Though. Only two game series. I, yeah. I feel
2: like this is a because t- Detroit is no. Powerhouse team this i I've been saying this about Nola his past couple starts. This is his chance to to finally get something going you know finally get a ni- just a nice six seven inning game mm-hmm. you know and just just keep it nice and contained right uh because that that was the Nola we saw almost all year last year, and uh you know and yeah I'm still very nervous about him, but I think he's he's good enough to f- fix it.
1: Definitely. He's yeah, got the talent. Yeah. five six. Yeah, he eight, finished third eight, eight. in the Cy Young voting last year. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll definitely get back on track. And hopefully that continues tonight. A home start against the Tigers lineup that, you know, you look at it and you, okay, they got, okay, they got maybe two or three guys that you look at are, that are names. Yep. But for the most part, this is definitely a winnable game tonight. Yeah. So hopefully he gets back in the win column. One thing I wanted to ask you guys about was the bullpen situation. We've been talking about the bullpen a couple times on this show. Um and lately, they've been pitching pretty well. Last night, you know, Velazquez doesn't go deep into the game. They come in and have to pitch about six, seven innings, mm-hmm. um, and they're and they're pitching really well lately. So, what do you guys think? I know we were talking about <laughs> Kimbrel. You were brought up Kimbrel a couple of times, but
2: a bit a bit of a funny note. Um, you know, we start we finally start like a group chat between the four of us. Mm. Uh, the other night, I'm forgetting which game it was. Uh, I was about to send to the group chat. I was watching the Phillies and Hector Neris was on the mound. Yeah, oh, jeez. I was about to send a text saying, "You know what, Hector Neris has been impressing me." Mm-hmm. And the now right, I know what you're talking and about. Right before, mm-hmm. I, I was about to press that send button, and he gives up a two-run mm-hmm. bomb. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "You know what? Let's backspace that. Yeah. Let's backspace that." No, but yeah, this it's still a young bullpen. Hector Neris is still a young guy, but Neris he, is
0: pissing me even
2: off. Even though, even but. He, it's hard to deny that he has been performing re- a lot better than he has in the past.
1: De- I agree. That definitely, when splitter's working for him.
2: Yeah,
0: that's a devastating. He, pitch. He's
2: been yes, he's given up you know a couple bombs here and there. Okay, but
0: I'm going to give you a comparison. Oh, my, my hatred for Hector for Hector Nera is, is the same thing as Max's hatred for Aaron Altair. Right. I just don't. I don't care. What, what is him. it about him? What it?
1: Do you think
2: he's so well, inconsistent? I just
0: it's the inconsistency and. I know as soon as I see him go out to the mound, I I immediately say to myself, oh, boy, here we go. Oh, crap. And look, and T, I
2: actually agree with you. I I agree with you. Ever since that game against the Los Angeles Dodgers where he gave up three home runs in a row, ever since then, I was like, ugh, I've never trusted Hector Neris on the mound. I'm always holding my breath every time he throws a pitch. This year, though, he has been performing a lot better than he has the past two years. He really has. Mm. And yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to give him his props. Okay, because you know? I mean, you could try, but you know, I, no, yeah, I know. You know, I it's know. very hard to move me off my pedestal.
1: We all, I, <laughs> we all know that. I guess,
2: I guess, I mean, Hector, Hector, that's the message to you to you know, come on, be the next. Be
1: I think, the next I think, for, we had this conversation where we, we were like, what do we need more? Pitch, start a pitch, starting pitcher or a relief pitcher? Yes, I think that question's answered. I think it's a starting pitcher. Does anybody disagree?
2: No, I'm I'm right there with you. I just feel
1: like finally we're starting to see some consistency with the bullpen. You know, where where they're not getting you know lit up for like ten plus hits. They're getting guys out. The starters have been inconsistent all year. Eflin could come out next start, and believe me, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes like four innings, gives up like five runs. You know, because he's just that inconsistent. And Velasquez, I thought, man, he's been solid the whole season so far until last night.
2: Well, and even last night, yeah, he only went three and two thirds. And only gave up three runs. It's not that awful of a game. No. Now his pitch count was up there. I think he reached ninety nine pitches, hmm. you know, before the end of that's the fourth. That's why he gets taken out so early. Which, yeah, you know, which, which disturbs. Yeah, me. that's yeah, that's pretty bad. But as of all of his starts so far this year, that yes has been his worst. But he still has not been awful. Hmm. In my opinion, he's been the best, most consistent pitcher. You could argue Arrieta, but right. to to me, Velasquez has been performing the best. Now. I mean, and I just brought up the Matthew Boyd thing. I just want to get a lefty in here, Ch- just to change it up a little. You, you, I mean, sure, you could. I don't even. I don't even know who would be available right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I would have to research that. But yeah, I get a lefty? And even if it is Matthew Boyd, that's a cheap option. Right. I mean, it, would it doesn't it, have to be a buddy gardener or somebody or like that. At what, this point, you don't need a superstar. Would it, it break your hearts if we did like I don't know, Ike off? For Matthew Boyd, no, 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 no. I, I, I think everybody. Oh, okay.
1: Not that the Tigers would do that trade, but I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I do think a lefty in this in this rotation is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've seen we've seen another thing I want to point out. We've seen years of these guys. These guys didn't just come up from AAA. We didn't Correct. just trade for no. them. Eflin's been here. Velasquez has been here. Eichoff's even been here. We kind of know what these guys are now. I think it's just time for a change. Not nothing to drastic or anything, but mm-hmm. I do think yeah, lefty would be nice. Matthew Boyd, an option. Mike Meyer. Even he he struck Mike out Minor. fourteen the other night, Damn, looking geez, like
2: what? Like this was I six years that. ago.
1: Fourteen strikeouts <laughs> against the Seattle Mariners the other night. Wow, yeah, wow. on the and, road. And Seattle's been on fire this Seattle's year. So a good far. team. Yeah, and it was wow. in Seattle. It was that. Yeah, it was in Seattle. So I missed that game. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, but but again, I, I agree with you. 100. percent in this in this bullpen would be great, and I think for not even just the short term. But for the long term, too, because these guys are staying, all right? I know mm-hmm. Arietta maybe only has one year left on his contract. Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't mind resigning him just because if we can develop some guys or maybe trade for one or two, he doesn't have to be that top of the, the number one or number two, the top of rotation guy that mm-hmm. we expect him to be last year and this year. He could be maybe the fourth guy. Because, one, when he gets to be that 34, 35-year-old guy, he's going to bring experience and eight – like, even though he's, he's going to be up there in age, but his experience – Postseason, especially his Young season and then with the Cubs and all, mm-hmm. he can help those younger guys, especially with Nolik, as he gets into his prime, mm-hmm. and help him develop pitches and things like that.
0: That's, that's a good point. Of it's oh, a good yeah. thing, the way to look
1: at it. All right, let's get into some Sixers talk now. i got a little bit of the end of game two oh. to recap for you right here. This is exciting.
2: Embiid a ball fake, Embiid spins to
0: the rim. That up and under was nasty. It was.
2: That
0: up and under was just disgusting.
2: Oh, Lowry trying to put it through Harris' leg, saves it for Leonard.
0: Leonard gets it, Green for the tie. It alive, knocked around. Harris has got it
2: Philadelphia. They have to foul. Great effort
0: for Toronto to try to give themselves a chance here. Baseball pass, Leonard short, and that's it. A major bounce back.
3: Ooh you know, yeah! Series tied one-one. Huge win for the no, Sixers. That was yeah. crazy because when that ball went loose, there was two players that were wide open.
1: Yeah. Yep. Danny Green missing that three 2 was yeah. It was just big. goes down the to luck
3: too at the end. That's
1: where the ball where the ball bounces. You know.
3: Yep. But let's go back. Let's start off at of game one. This game was hard to watch. It from, was from, frustrating. From, it was right from the start. What Kawhi had in the first he pass? wouldn't miss. He wouldn't miss. What did he have? 18? I th- Maybe
1: yeah. even more than that. It might have been even because he ended up with 45 for the game. So he he might have even had more than that. But not even that fact that Kawhi was hitting shots. Pascal Siakam. He came out of yes. nowhere. You know, and that I, was
0: the that was the X factor. We all knew Kawhi was right. going to get his mm-hmm. points. He but Siakam 20. was the X factor. Yes. He was the thing that they didn't account for.
1: Right. Definitely agree. Now listen, he didn't show up, not that he didn't show up, but we we stepped it up obviously in game two. But right. back to that game one. He he was another guy that wouldn't miss. He had twenty nine points mm-hmm. along with Kawhi Leonard, who had forty-five. But man, if you're not a diehard basketball fan, you might not know who Pascal Siakam is. But this guy's a, a legit starter in this league, and he's developed yes. a lot. He, almost, he's not as talented as Giannis, but his development path through the, his first couple seasons in the league has just been huge step after a huge step. So that, not that his performance surprised me, because it definitely did. His, his performance surprised me, dropping 29. I know he's a good player, but I didn't expect him to drop 29 points. Mm. But, man, his, his if he can get back to that 29 in Game 3, then I'm going to get a little nervous. Because then when we step it up in Game 2 of the defensive side— Double teaming Kawhi Leonard in game two. Right. Leaving a Siakam oven. He didn't make us pay, but he's capable of doing it, and he's shown that in game one. If, if you if you guys could
2: just fill me because I have not gotten a chance to watch any Sixers playoff basketball. Oh. I, I, I know. <laughs> I, I blame you, Chris, as in my boss, Chris. I hate oh, you. Oh, no. I hate you. I don't care if you're listening. I hate you. <laughs> anyway, now, what, what have the matchups been? In this series, possibly. well, I'll
1: go back. We'll talk defense. We'll talk defense real quick. So, At first,
0: they put Jimmy Butler on Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi? thinking that was going to work one on one, and that's when Kawhi just went off and just went absolutely. They tried
1: multiple things. They tried, yeah, even Ben Simmons was on it for a little bit. I think okay. Tobias may have tried, but even <laughs> tried. I, he could have put
0: <laughs> he, no, that was a good, that's a good word for it. He, he tried, he
1: literally, yeah, he literally tried, and it didn't work out, but you could have put anybody on Kawhi in game one. He was yeah. just making every shot he took. Yeah, it was just so one of those nights. The adjustment we made, which, I, again, this goes back to, because you know how I'm skeptical about Brett Brown after okay. the season's over. But he made a great adjustment. He he double-teamed Kawhi and even put Ben Simmons, because Ben Simmons in game one, not that he played well against Kawhi, but he was the most effective mm-hmm. um, and just really got the ball out of Kawhi's hands and, and really made anybody else beat us. Yeah. Luckily for us, they missed shots. But a, a guy I wanted to point out for the Raptors who's just been a non-factor, in my opinion, Kyle Lowry. Yes, yes. I mean, yes,
0: he has not been himself um, in this series, I mean, which good. is a little, um, I'm a little skeptical of that. I'm surprised, because I really was surprised. I know Lowry can just turn it on. Yeah. So, and that's the part that kind of scares me a little bit. We all, like I said, like we said, we all know Kawhi is going to go off, he's going to get his. Siakam was a nice little surprise in game one, but we had something for him in game two.
1: Yeah.
0: Lowry is another X factor that you don't want to uh, just come out of the blue. Right. You don't want him to start scoring points <laughs> no, along no. with Kawhi Leonard, you, otherwise you're going to have problems.
1: I feel like because he's been so quiet in the first two games, I don't well, want to. I don't want to not account for him in game three, because we still know he's a very good player and what yes. he's capable of doing. Second
3: going. game, he still had twenty points. He did. I was was
1: referring more to game one where he only had nine.
3: First, first half he was on fire and then we shut him down in the second half of the second game. So,
1: Uh, you know, another adjustment, I want to just point this out and give some respect to my man, Greg Monroe. Yes. Stepping in. Yes. He played well. And James Ennis the third. James Ennis played well too. Like those guys really came together and I feel like they, I don't know what happened, but I feel like they all got together and were like, listen, man, we got to step up our game. They all stepped it up. Uh,
0: Somebody got cussed out. (laughs) That's (laughs) how that usually works.
1: To wrap up the points about game one. Um, because now this is two opposite t- two opposite ends of the spectrum looking at game one compared to game two. I mean, I don't know where this series is going because I saw two different teams. And yeah. I'm talking about the Sixers, two different versions of the Sixers yep, team. Yep. Butler was deferring in game one. He was almost like he didn't want to score, okay? Redick was basically been our only bright spot in, in game one. You know, and Embiid banged up with the injury. Even game two, he was sick. But in game one, he had the injured knee. Um, and J.J. Redick was basically our only bright spot in that game. He he, he was shooting threes, oh. um, and, and they were going down for us. Um, so I just hope, moving forward, the thing that's the key for me is coming back home to Philly. Yes. I mean, we got 1-1. We know how great our crowd is yes. at home. Definitely Any sport. Yep. But, yeah, Sixers especially, they, they just go crazy. And I really think that is going to help us big time. And I'm not saying we're going to get two wins in Philly, but I think it's a real possibility. If we continue to make adjustments, go back, watch that film. Hopefully yes. Greg Monroe, because Greg Monroe sprained his ankle in that game, too. Mm-hmm. But he, I think he's actually a key piece to this, and I'm and people might be surprised because he came in late in the season. We kind of just picked him up off of waivers, mm. and he came and stepped in. But I'm telling you, he matches up well against Marcus All, which MB doesn't. MB one guy of the few people in this league where MB can't really figure out is Gasol.
0: That's that's, that's amazing to me. It, it's two people that for some reason, well, I understand Marcus All, you know, obviously having Joel Embiid's number, Marcus All being, you know, a little bit bigger than them, but it's. Marcus Paul and Al Horford for some reason had Joel Embiid's number. He's the one guy that can match him physically. Yeah, you and know? that's and that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely correct, in Greg Monroe. I think for our bench, him being an X factor, yes. Boban can't play in this
1: series. No, he just can't. He's too slow. Marcus Saul stretches that floor. He yes. stretches the floor and shoots that three. I was
0: I was going to ask
2: you about that because my understanding from Game Two, you know, after after minutes of Embiid playing and them sitting, they put Boban out there for a, yeah. a little bit and.
1: I yes. want to say that was it, it's so weird because the matchups are so different. You went to that series against Brooklyn. It's like, okay, oh, Boban, yeah, he's playing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's playing well, but he was going up against Jared Allen, who he was just bigger than yep. completely, and he he was effective. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what Brett Brown did poorly in Game One was kind of just carry over that same thing, almost like he didn't mean. Making he thought we were playing the Nets again around two in mm-hmm. Game One. You know, he didn't make any adjustments. He kind of went through his rotation. He, he the went in with the same strategy.
3: He, he, can't, he can't do one that. This is a bigger team than the Nets. Yes, bigger More team. More talented. Than I mean, yes. the
1: matchups are way different. You know,
3: um, just to draw a comparison uh, points wise, Game One: Butler had ten, Harris fourteen, Embiid sixteen, Redick seventeen, and Simmons fourteen. I mean, they right. didn't have a good shooting that game. No. One. And then Game Two: thirty points for Butler. Nine for Harris, twelve for Embiid, Redick eleven, Simmons six. So what I see is Butler's the key factor. Yeah, if when Butler turns it on again, like we were talking, we had a
1: conversation earlier where I was telling you about how I thought he was deferring mm-hmm. in game one. I mean, we were t- we we talked yeah. about one play. He he got the ball under the basket. No one was he around. Would just him. kick it, and he kicked it out to the corner for a three. Mm-hmm. He could, and I'm not kidding you. I'm saying he was wide open underneath. And he just – he didn't shoot it. He didn't even look up. He kicked it out of the corner. And that's when I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, man, we we really went out and gave up all these guys – not all these guys, but key guys for our team, Dario and Covington, for for a guy that's going to defer when we need him. This is what we brought him in here for, you know. So game two, watching him turn it on like he did, it's – Surprised me because it was two totally different things like I, I went in the game too thinking man if he's not gonna you know take over because we know he's capable of doing it yeah. we've seen him hit yep. game winning shots in the regular season the closer
0: my, um, and my whole thing is this look if, if Jimmy Butler's the one who's gonna be doing all the storing because that's what it looks like it's gonna happen mm-hmm. then let Jimmy Butler score let him be the man because from the looks of it, it looks like they don't have nobody on the squad that's going to stop Jimmy when he's hot. When he's hot,
1: and beats and and look and beats hurt, man. Yeah, he's and hurt. Beads, and he's sick.
0: And beats hurt. He's sick. He's not scoring. He's not himself. He's not scoring the amount of points that he usually um, he usually scores, and he's not himself. We can obviously right. see that just but just with our naked eyes. So you need to find another scoring option. Tobias is you know a little inconsistent right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to still capable.
1: Still capable. Yeah, they're, he's still up. capable. points,
0: and of course, JJ. They're going to keep him on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. So, your only other scoring option is Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Go I wanted, to him.
1: I also wanted to point out about Ben Simmons. A lot of people I've heard, for me personally, I've heard a lot of people on radio shows talking about Ben Simmons not playing his best the first two games offensively. he only had, Like you said, he only had six points game two, points. but he's been playing a great defensive game too yes. with Kawhi Leonard. Yes, he did. And he's he's given a lot of energy and effort on the defensive end. And that's one of the reasons why I think his offensive game wasn't up to par. Like we usually see him up there around the, the 12 to 15 point mark. Mm-hmm. But he still uh, facilitates the offense really well. He does. Um, but I want to see these guys—the mentality you talk about—the football mentality type. The dog. You know, I mean, the dog. I want the dog to come out. Butler. We saw the dog yep. come out in him in game two. I want to, you gotta have this consistent stuff because
0: that's one out of five guys that got the dog.
1: Exactly. We don't I need want, more dogs. We don't right. want. We don't want the, the season to end how it did last year. And this Paulson.
3: brings up a question. So, in order for giving max contracts, who would you rather give to, Tobias, who's younger, or Butler?
1: Uh. Having a conversation we had the other day, I said Tobias definitely, and then I saw Jimmy Butler's only twenty nine.
3: And then I was like, yeah, Oh, Jimmy Butler's I, only I could have sworn he was like thirty one thirty. I'm I'm leaning
0: more towards Jimmy only because I know he's I know he has that dog mentality. Right. Um, Tobias, nothing against him. I do like Tobias Harris, I like his versatile game, but I would probably give a max contract to Jimmy more right. only because he's more sound defensively and he's more of a hustler than Tobias right. is.
1: I've been scratching my head on this. Chris, what do you well, think? When the, when, the,
0: when the Tobias trade went
2: down, that was my own fault. Yep, no problem. Um, I forget where I heard it, but I, I heard about the, the, when the trade was executed, it was done with the thought and the goal in mind of keeping Tobias Harris here long term. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking management's thoughts are keeping Tobias here.
3: Right, and he yeah. has stated that he wants to stay here long yeah. term. He has no problem with that. But the thing with Tobias is he can be gone months at a time and we wouldn't really notice on court-wise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like no one's true. We're talking about Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, and Bede, but no one really just stops and talks about Tobias Harris. No.
1: To be honest with you, I give them both a the max contract. I'll tell you why. I wouldn't mind giving them I'll both. tell you why. The age. The age is effective in this. Yes. Tobias, twenty? what is he, 26, 27? Yep jimmy all the experience he's had in his career already he's only 29 years old these guys are veteran players and also there's been a lot of rumors going around that ben's not going to want to be when he's not going to be here anymore when his contract's up i don't want bead i don't have i don't have any worries about a b leaving i think a b loves the city but to keep ben simmons here and you know to really groom these younger guys i know we want to say man maybe free up some money for some bench depth because our bench obviously yeah, has been yeah, question mark but having mike scott out hurts obviously, but. Finding guys like Greg Monroe. I'm going to go back to Greg Monroe because we just found him off waivers like the last month of the season. And he put up legit minutes and great defense and offensive ability against Marcus Gasol in game two. And that's something you don't expect. This guy was just sitting at home a month yeah. or two ago. Yep.
2: The, the, this is such a uh, – I feel like it's such an unpopular opinion amongst most uh, fans. I, I, I If Ben Simmons doesn't stick around here, I'm not going to be that upset. Why would you say that? I feel like, you know, and you, you I mean, you see it in game, you know, he is not given, and when I say respect, I mean, they know he's not going to, they know he doesn't have a jump shot. They right. know, they know he's not going, he, he's a one trick pony. Now, yeah, he can definitely
1: create mismatches. Create, yeah.
2: But I want, I, I want to have a guy out there who can do whatever I need him to do. So if Ben Simmons, even if he is worth that money one day, I feel like he's a one-trick pony, and I wouldn't be—yeah, he's a great talent, but I wouldn't be that upset if he leaves. Now, now saying that, I mean, who are you going to put there? But that's a question to be answered in the future.
0: In my personal opinion, um, yeah, because I haven't seen any development in terms of his game. And yes, like you said, he is a one-trick pony, and that one trick he does very, very well. Yeah, he does. But because of the fact that you have failed to develop your game and evolved your game in any way, shape, or form, get out. All right? Wow. So, Listen. So you agree with me? Too. Get out. This is crazy. I uh, disagree is with
1: two,
3: you. This is a 2v2 war right here. <laughs> I disagree. I really do completely. disagree. Tana, what do you what
1: Although, do you think?
0: Get-
3: I see their point with One Trick Pony. He uh, Many times we've said just drive up and get, the, get fouled and go to the free throw but he can't do that he can't <laughs> yes. depend on that yes and and listen
2: go out there ben
3: you got it i know it. we can't depend on that free throw or the three points so we're we're he's just depending on other guys but just to get rid of him i uh, really i think we should wait when, and, when, when, as we know to trust the process with this player
2: when I, when i say get rid of him i i use that term loosely in terms of maybe look for a trade right or i and if if you can't work anything out and he just decides to walk because there's already the now it's a conspiracy theory about the the i forget after which brooklyn game about him you know after the whole fans yeah, the, the, the trash hugging yeah, fans yeah. and uh there's like this whole conspiracy theory that you know he doesn't like it here and blah blah blah, blah. and i mean people feed into that uh sometimes i do but I I don't think this is going to be a place Ben Simmons is going to be long-term.
3: And something else, this is crazy to me, because no one's going to be pleased by anything that happens with Ben Simmons. They want him to be out right now, and then when he gets traded for someone, everyone's going to be like, oh, that wasn't worth the trade. This player's not as good as Ben Simmons. Now you're saying Ben Simmons is better than this player we got.
2: And that's, that's
0: that's the crazy of Philly. Yeah. That's the crazy feeling, man. I mean, that's the caveat. I mean, look, yeah. you're probably not going to get an equal amount of value that, that you're, you're going to get, especially because now we've seen him play in the NBA for a couple of years. Everybody pretty much knows his game. Okay, so everybody knows his game. Everybody also knows his limitations. And obviously, those limitations are his jump shot or lack thereof, mm-hmm. lack of a free throw shot. Heck of a driver. Can yeah. finish at the rim. Yeah, you can.
1: Can Disc- facilitate offense. This guy's 22, 23 years old.
0: I understand that. How old he's is Giannis? A,
1: he's, he's, he's the potential for a superstar talent.
0: And how old is Giannis?
1: Same, about the same age.
0: And look at him. Look how much he developed. Giannis basically came in same size. The only thing Giannis couldn't do was maybe facilitate an offense. Ben
1: Simmons is, is arguably my favorite player on the Sixers. Mm-hmm. I, I think what he does, I, and it's almost one of the things, The one of the little things I should say, is the effort he puts in. Anytime a jump shot goes up, anytime a beat's in the post, Simmons is just there for he always is fighting for boards and it's great because he's bigger than whoever who's guarding him all the time. You know, he's 6'10 point guard, yeah, but true. his effort's always there and defensively, when he puts well, a take games off during a regular season, you know, they yeah. just want to, you know, it happens, you know. But when he turns it on, just watching the game too against Kawhi, I mean, he it's all he needs to do is develop a jump shot. And we're saying, like, no one wants to be patient with this because everybody's seen no progress and in two years. You know, and I feel the same way about that. You know, I want I want to see at least attempt. We saw an attempt. And now he's not going to attempt in the playoffs because that's just ridiculous. <laughs>
2: you know, that, I mean,
1: I don't know. We don't want him shooting threes in the playoffs or anything like that, especially when he's not con- um, comfortable with it at all. But I think, <laughs> I right think a, a guy like this, you don't just let walk away. It's Ben Simmons. I mean, a guy, he, the, way, the way he runs this offense and the way he attacks, especially in transition. You gotta get him out in transition, get his strengths going. This guy's one jump shot away from being a top five player in the NBA.
0: And you're absolutely yeah. correct in that statement. But that's the problem. He's already a top probably a top twenty player, you could argue. But that's the issue. It's that one thing that's stopping him, and I haven't seen any development with it. At all. Not an attempt,
1: barely any attempts. He's he I will say this, he's improved from the foul line.
0: All I get is teases if from him in practice. Okay, he's hitting the shots in practice. He's taking mm-hmm. the shots in practice. Let's see him in the game. we well,
1: talking he, he, he did in the regular yeah. season. He we saw him. Ta- he's not going to take threes in the playoffs. All right. Well, he's not taking threes in the playoffs. It's Maybe not- he's
3: saving them for the playoffs. No. Game he, 7 of the finals. No. Ben Simmons be. takes that 3 9 seconds uh, left and makes it. This is not this is not a oh, jump. We're, ten, we're not playing the ten, Miami Heat in November. Right, ten, it's
2: not the, like it's not like an RPG where you're scavenging things and you're saving them up for whatever blah. You know, he's not he's not saving up his jump shots for the finals. <laughs>
1: true. Listen, that's not,
2: they, that's not true.
1: I just like I like Ben Simmons on this team. I really do. I think his the effort he puts in, and when, when he's he'll get there with his jump shot. He'll get there. All right, let's just start with the free throw. All right, we're not. Let's not be drastic about it. He's improved from the foul line. He really has. Yeah,
3: I, I actually have a comp, a little bit of confidence in him going up there I, to the foul. I, line. Just I just need him.
0: <clears throat> I just need him to start to taking team, jump shots when he's left wide open. That's all I'm saying.
3: This team goes around Simmons and MB to me personally, and uh, if I think we get rid of. Ben Simmons. Then what was the point of this whole process?
1: Ben Simmons holds this
3: hold. This Joel's
1: team. the process, yeah. but Simmons is the, Simmons is the glue. Simmons holds this team he's, together. He gets people open. He gets people the ball. You know, he's a great passer, and he's not like again. He people say, "Oh man," but he's just a triple double machine like Russell Westbrook. He's not. He he's going to give you like maybe like twelve to fifteen points a game, but he's going to play great defense when he's engaged. When he's engaged defensively, he's going to play great defense. We saw that in game two against Kawhi, and his rebounding. And at passing, those those abilities that he has that other point guards don't have. And I that, just, is, and that is
0: true. Everything that you say is true. Everything you say is a, is a definite factor. And I'm not saying I'm not discounting that. Well, I, it, what's I, your What's your t, option if we get rid of him? T, t and I. Well, okay. I haven't worked that far part out.
1: Yeah,
0: we're not. We're
1: We're going to get rid of a top twenty player in the league to say, oh, maybe we can get a better point guard. Look, t, oh no, 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 look, you're, Max, you're Max. probably
2: not going to get a better point guard. No, not at all. No, Max, we're not. T, t and I, we're not like. Oh yeah, we're going to donate our car to the Sixers to get Ben Simmons out of town. No, you know, we're just saying that when it comes time, because I also don't think Ben Simmons wants to stick around here. I don't. I really don't.
0: Yeah, I don't get that uh, there's, a, there's
2: a small part of me that thinks he wants to go to L.A., to New York, to a he wants to, to be with college big, uh, Boston, mm-hmm. to a bigger, a bigger city. You know, arguably, and I think we're just saying that we feel that it's inevitable that Ben Simmons will one day not be a Sixer. And we're just exploring the possibilities of how to attempt to solve that problem. So
3: you're saying get him out of here before he gets out of here. Yes. So you're get, saying get
2: something for him. Get for him, him instead of him just
0: walking. He walks. And I agree with that statement. All right. Well. Wow. That happened. That yeah, that shouldn't you know, it That's scary. Listen, That's we shouldn't be thinking about this the
1: Listen, we get to the Eastern Conference Finals, or even the Finals for that matter, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Because you're, you're saying, man, we can keep these guys here if we can re-sign Tobias and Jimmy. And then, but, I mean, we just got to the Finals. Why would Simmons want to go somewhere else? What, is he going to go to the Lakers and lose, like, you know, all the time with LeBron? No, he's going to LeBron go. Because LeBron doesn't have everybody around him right now. He didn't make yeah. the playoffs this year. Yeah, true. Le- LeBron is... <laughs> One thing I did not want to ask you guys, Kawhi and Serrano right now is playing insane, but... He's a free agent at the end of this year. Do you think Kawhi's going back Ka- to Toronto, or do you think he's going there, to LA or something?
2: There's a whole thing mm-hmm. because I, there's another show I listen to, and there there are guys up in Toronto, and the when they talk about the Raptors, there is this whole thing up there about they're not even they they don't know if he's going to stick around. They kind mm-hmm. of went you all know, in with it with the with, trade with for
1: DeRozan with, out here. With
2: uh, with the, me- the media just harps on him all the time, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I forget who I forget who was on the Raptors, but he basically said that um, Kawhi is this team. And if he leaves, we're all lost. Type thing. I agree. Yeah,
1: you yeah. take Kyle off this true team, statement. it's like, oh man, you got an old I Kyle. Forget,
2: I just forget who said that. No, it's a,
1: yeah, but, no, that's but cool. it's a good point though, because when you take him off the team, you got an old Kyle Lowry and you got an old Marcus Saul Yep, the really only high riser you have is Pascal Siakam. Yep. Danny Green's up there too in age.
2: Ah, uh, Serge Ibaka.
1: Um, yeah. So to wrap up the basketball, the basketball point, I think the playoffs in this second round have been great and fun to watch so far. I know yeah, yeah, the yeah. first round there wasn't any upsets there never really will be in the no, NBA never. Just, no not really it's never too top be. heavy but I think the second round matchups it's going to be a fun second round to watch right. I think everybody's pretty even the Celtics Bucks that's a great matchup yeah, in my I, opinion. I,
0: I love those games man they, Rockets, they Warriors, really
1: Rockets Warriors Rockets Warriors yeah. going at it that game yeah. was insane that game we had the same last night. A lot of it injuries. was Curry dislocated yeah, his yeah, finger. I was, I was, I was still about
2: because I saw I saw
1: that
0: Curry left. I I didn't know what happened. Yeah, he dislocated so, his mm-hmm.
1: finger and Harden left too. Harden got raped yeah. across the yeah. eyes. Yeah,
0: laceration. It wasn't int- the left eye. it wasn't intentional. Um, I think no. Draymond Green did it, but it was not It's always
3: questionable when Draymond injures. But player, I agree with you too. Though. But I legit, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it was intentional. This injury is gonna to me. I think this injury that Harden got cost them the series because he has now that that blurry vision from on his left eye and I think that's going to affect his gameplay but
0: he was still hitting that jump back that jump back step 3 man
3: I agree with what you're saying Tanner I think I think it hurts it, it really hurts does.
0: because last Look.
1: night I've really going into the game you're like man there's no way Harden especially cuz the threes he hits and the way he gets to the foul line I was like they got to get game 2 in Golden yeah. State before they go home now they're in a 2-0 hole and they got an injured James Harden go I know they're going back yeah. to Houston but they got an injured James Harden
3: Chris I Paul know. hasn't really been doing anything either. Yeah, not really. at least,
1: the good news is he's healthy though. Last year, yeah. game sixty, he, he hurts his hamstring and he's out for the rest of the series. At least he's healthy, but yeah, I just think that the Warriors intense. just come at you in waves, man. Yeah, I saw the game last night. They just they come down, and hit three straight threes on three possessions, nine points like yeah. in a minute and thirty seconds. Yep. You know, so I just I see that happen. I'm like, man, with a, with an injured Harden now. Can they? Can the Rockets really win this series? Right. I'm not saying it's yeah. over. Yeah, and Andre
3: Iguodala so. is a monster under that rim. There's a guy's come out,
1: uh, Mackenzie. Some guy, Mackenzie. I I think Isaiah McKenzie came off the bench and he got he was come flying out of nowhere, getting offensive rebounds, kicking it back out. For Clay right. Thompson was knocking Every down. Every player
3: threes. is on fire on that team. Yep. Like and yeah, I, yeah. Since since now, our next transition is to football. Am I right to compare the Warriors to the Patriots?
0: That's not a, a sense of yeah.
3: success and just...
0: That's not a bad comparison. It really isn't because both are dynasties who have won multiple championships and name a team that's going to stop them. I'm right. Like As long as the Patriots have Tom Brady, name a team in the AFC who's going to stop them.
3: They're always in the playoffs. There's, there's uh, nobody. The
2: Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, here we go. Right. I'll tell you what. I'll tell here you what. we go.
1: I was going to say the Chiefs that's and then they, they, cool. lost, they lost like their starting running back, Kareem Hunt, and then they lost Tyreek Hill, so I was going to say them, but now it's like... They also left.
3: have the Madden cover curse with Patrick Mahomes. That's true. So. That's true. That's true. I don't know. My curse
1: is real. I'm not saying the Cleveland Browns are going to win a Super Bowl or anything, but you better watch out, because they got some talent on both sides of the ball there. And Cleveland Browns? I, I, Let me tell you this. Gronk retired. That's the only thing I'm saying. Yeah. I don't care how old Tom Brady gets. He could be 50 years old. If, if they, he has weapons around him, he's, yep. obviously they got a shot, but Gronk retiring, I think, is huge for them. Oh, because it is. You take him out of the picture, it's like wow. He, they don't. He was the one guy where it's just like, all right, who's going to stop this guy? I mean, you can't put one guy on him, no matter what position he plays, safety, linebacker, anything, because Gronk will just run right through
0: him. That is true. But yeah, speaking no, speaking no. of football, oh. this this draft.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know are what? You
0: okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. First off, I feel sorry for Josh Rosen getting traded to Miami. Why well, you feel sorry? I, thought, I think it's great opportunity for him. No, 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 no. I feel sorry for what he had to go through in Arizona. You get drafted. And you get drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. You think that's you're going to be the franchise quarterback there just for you to, you know, not perform and not really have anything around you to really develop. And then you get traded the next year to another team for somebody else. Man, that sucks.
3: Let me bring up a stat or a fact. Ooh. This, this draft saw the most trades in NFL history. Really? With 40 trades.
0: That's crazy. And then I'm not, yeah, and I'm not finished on my rant. Um. New York Football Giants, all of you fans out there, I've I've never thought that I would say this, and I would feel sorry for a rival, but I feel sorry for y'all. I really do. Ah, why? Daniel Jones. Look, Who? <laughs> look. Okay, fine. Even if even if that was the Giants guy, they had two picks at number seven, and they had another one at what fourteen? Am hey. I not mistaken? Or 17?
1: seventeen? Seventeen.
0: Okay, Daniel Jones was still going to be there at 17. Nobody was thinking about Daniel Jones. You could have had, you could have had Josh Allen and Daniel Jones.
1: You know, you make a great point because I would just sit here and say, you know Daniel Jones, I wasn't, I'm not sitting here saying Dwayne Haskins is that much better or if he's any better than Daniel Jones. But the fact that you say he definitely could have been there with that later round pick. I don't know and if it was 17, but somewhere back later in the first round. I'd say Daniel Jones would have been there. You could have got some legit talent right. like Josh My Johnson. whole
0: beef was that value. Value. You value pick. You don't just pick for need. Or you don't just pick just because the player is available no matter where he's Especially projected to you have
1: like, no talent like the Giants did.
0: Yes. You need everything at this point. Why in the hell would you draft Daniel Jones with the number seven overall pick when you could have had him later on in the draft? You could have had Ed Oliver. Josh Allen
2: could have. I feel like it's a similar reason for why the Eagles frantically took a quarterback late in, what, the fifth round? Yeah. Uh,
0: Clayton uh, Thorsten yeah, from Northwestern. Yes. Right. They yeah. were, I'm, lo- I'm still looking at that tape. Um, he needs development. So, so. A lot. I don't
3: think. I, I think it was just a gimme pick. The thing, the I don't thing think with, it was. The thing with that pick was they were going for Easton Stick. Yep. And, and went, right bef- that pick right before it, the Chargers had. They picked our guy, and that was a panic pick to me. And our group, instead, well, yep, and our group chat, yeah. and we, we, our group chat we said that. yep. We, we, we what, have three quarterbacks. Who are they? Sudfeld, Perez, and Wentz. Right, but Perez is really yeah, yeah. nobody. Right, we but need but an instead, actual but, guy. But why draft a quarterback who you don't really know much about and – Instead of who we need, a safety. We need a safety. I
2: mean, yeah, I we're
0: assuming they don't know much about the in our, about group, in our group chat, we said that. And I said they got caught with their pants down.
1: In all honesty, you're not going to – and the odds are not in your favor. You're finding a starting safety in the fifth round. So you need a no. third, You needed the third quarterback to compete with a backup That's job. That's true. I don't mind the pick. I really don't mind the pick. You needed a backup No,
0: I don't mind the pick. But what disturbs me – don't get me wrong. I think they hit the nail on the head. With these draft picks, okay, right. I'm I'm not I'm not against anybody that they draft. Oh, we're, we're talking about the win. Eagles
2: now. But yeah. yeah, but
0: yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're talking Eagles now. I'm not against anything that they pick. Who anybody that they pick? But dude, four out of five players were offensive players. I think the thing with that, that disturbs me Did
1: the, the <laughs> defensive Especially tackles They went And and even corners And D-backs In the second round Those guys just went high they, There was a run On those players There was Some serious talent From the offensive side Of the ball Later in the second round
0: I didn't see Darnell Savage Going as high as he did Like he went First overall First overall I think 21st overall To um, Green Bay I did not see that coming
1: The pick I don't the, the pick that's my Least favorite pick In this entire draft Was Miles Sanders Really Really I, really? I don't like Miles Sanders I, really? I don't like him I think he's talented I, Don't get me wrong He's a talented guy I just think that that's a pick where I think we should have taken a safety. Mm. I think we got for for this season. I mean, we'll let next Jordan Howard's last contract. You know, we that's look true. at it next season. But when we did when we traded up, and I was thinking, okay, we're, we're going get Josh Jacobs here, and we took the tackle. I'm like, okay, great, because Peter's just going to be yes. gone after this year. That was a good. And he's going to step slide right in there, pass protect for wins. It's like we needed to bolster that offensive line. It's getting old. But I thought that that's uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, another pick. I, I watched this guy. At yes, this guy is a freak athlete. Yes, he is. He's going to be Alshon 2.0, in my opinion. And
0: he's a sneaky route runner. Yeah, he really is. For somebody who's that big, throw it up,
1: he's going to get it. Yes, he's that athletic, and I he think can get open pick. for a big body. Yes, I just feel like we could have addressed a position of need with talent. There There's still talent in the second. Like I agree. The round with the, you guys are saying, the quarterback mm-hmm. take a safety. You're not going to find that much talent in the fifth round on the safety side of things. But you don't know. You don't. I agree with what you're saying. I agree. But in the second round, you're like, okay, you can maybe get a definite starter, at least compete for a starting spot in that second round. I didn't think Miles Sanders, I think that was more of a talent pick than a a need. Because when you were saying earlier, you don't pick a position player for need, right? You pick them based on value. Right. I think there was legit value there in that second round. And also, on top of that, we needed a safety. So I thought that would be the pick where we, okay, let's get a solid safety here. A corner, any a linebacker, even because Jordan Hicks left. Not saying I hate the pick because obviously we saw Miles Sanders play at Penn State. Yeah, and he's man. a good, he's a really good player. But yeah. it's probably out of all the picks because that Miller, Sharif Miller at the end, because we don't know Beckers long how he's thinking ahead. Yeah, which is a another good pick. pick. I just that's my that was probably my least favorite, and then, and I didn't hate it again, but it was probably my least favorite pick.
0: Mm. Right. Uh, and I I understand from that standpoint of view what you're saying about Miles Sanders, but for real, for real, at that point. I think Jonathan Abram had been drafted, like, maybe, what, a couple well, picks before it.
1: he was high. Yeah, he went a little bit higher. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, he was gone from the safety assistant. Like I said, Darnell Savage was drafted in the first yeah. round. There so was
1: a safety from Kentucky, I think, was there. Okay. I'm, I'm not 100% positive on it. Or a corner, maybe, I'm thinking of. But but I think... The, the, look, the, the point was, there was talent there. Yeah. I'm not I'm not just saying go out and take a flyer on somebody. There was still right. talent on and the And then board.
0: also, look at it like this. Jordan Howard's only here for one year under contract. So... If he leaves, which probably we're predicting, because they just picked up the Eagles just picked up Carson Wentz's fifth year option. So obviously now you need to work around how in the world you're going to pay Carson. Right. We probably can't afford Jordan Howard after this year. So that was a smart
1: pick. Probably, depending on what kind of year he has, but I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Probably not.
0: You're probably not going to be able to afford him. And at least now with the pickup miles centers, you have a feature back for right. at least three to four years. But you don't have to worry. My only
1: arguments that would be we could have easily done the same position thing next year's draft coming into the season and you know, give the guy a shot. Because you're still gonna have Clement under contract. You could have draft you don't know who's coming out next year. I mean you got options that we know are gonna be coming out of high school into the you know as a freshman or even guys that are already in college. All right. So my point would be why don't we just take take a not a flyer, but take a guy next year and be like, All right, okay, let's give this guy a legit shot. Take him higher, kind of second round ish area, um, and give him a shot and take our starting safety this year. Because you're right, Jordan Howard if he comes out has a great year this year probably going to get a big contract somewhere else, yeah, right? Yeah, um, And if if not, then we need a running back. And and the thing that I like about Howard, he fits the, the run option offense. He, he does. He's, he's going to hit you right up the tackles. Nothing shifty on the outside, but he's going to hit you right up the middle. Um, I think it was a, a great trade from Howie Roseman's standpoint. But my only, yeah, again, like I said, my only argument would be, why don't we just take the running back next year's draft?
0: But the one thing that, you know, interests me with the first pick of Andre Dillard, he, he is going to play left tackle. The question is when. A lot of people are assuming that he's going to sit behind Jason Peters. I think differently.
1: Honestly, put him in the guard spot this year. I don't care if he's not a guard. Put him in the guard spot this year. You You move, no. I'm going to tell you,
0: but I'm going to tell you who you should move the guard. Jason Peters. And I'm going to tell you why. Really? Even though I've heard. There are stories out there that years ago I think they tried to move Jason Peters to guard and he was completely against it. But I think he needs to reconsider that.
1: So you were, you're saying put Peters at a guard and what Dillard slides put, at a left tackle?
0: Put Peters at left guard and slide Dillard
1: at the tackle position. I think you, I could you could be on something because the athletic ability of Diller on the outside.
0: Correct, and I'm also looking at the fact that Jason Peters cannot finish a game. And left tackles probably take the most abuse, probably out of everybody.
3: And I think I think they have talked about moving him to guard because he says he wants to play till he's forty.
0: Correct. And the only way that's going to happen is if you play guard. Right. Because you, he's going to be not, the
3: biggest guard I've ever seen.
0: It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen at tackle because you have to you're using your legs a whole lot more wider at the tackle position. Yeah.
1: No one's gonna beat Jason Peters if, especially if he's a guard position. There's nobody's getting through him no. one he's one. No, you're not and you're not gonna get through linemen. Jason
0: Peters if he's at guard. Yeah, because he won't need to move shift and move his legs as much. He kind of just stand exactly. here and use his hands. Exactly, my point. Yeah, that's why I think the move to guard, moving Jason Peters to guard, would be the right thing to do. Looking
1: back on what I said about like a minute ago, I now I'm starting to think you know what? Yeah, put the more athletic guy in Diller on the outside. Correct. Have him protect once his blind side. And, hell, put Peters at the left guard position. We had guys last year like Wisniewski, and guys like, come on. Because I think
0: I think Dillard is good enough where you can start him at that left tackle position. I you, really do. I think you, he has
1: the talent you can start him immediately. If you put Peters or Dillard at guard, right, you still got Kelsey, you have Peters or Dillard, whatever, you don't Correct. put a guard at the left tackle. And then you have Brooks coming back, hopefully gets healthy, hopefully. Right. And then Johnson at right tackle. That offensive line it's is a heck one of the best offensive in the league. of Then you got Carson behind, under center. you got talented young running backs. And then, the, oh, man, that's – That's what I'm saying. Goddard, I mean, people better watch out if that's what happens.
0: And I was just discussing it with a friend of mine. You can't stack the box anymore. We can come out in 12 personnel. Mm-hmm. One back, two tight ends.
1: How is that one guy that's going to pound you? He'll get you right up the middle with those tackles, man. We didn't have that back yep. last year. You since can't, blunt, since you blunt can't stack
0: the box because you'll have Deshaun Jackson on the outside and you'll mm-hmm. leave Deshaun Jackson one-on-one and you're going to leave Alshon Jeffrey one-on-one. Ertz is going to be room in the middle. Mm-hmm. Goddard's going to be room in the middle. You can't stack the box. And if you put two safeties deep, trying to stop the deep ball, trying to stop everything from going over the middle, guess what? We're going to gas you with the run because yep. our offensive line is bigger, physical giants.
1: We got a legit shot to win the Super Bowl this year with this all comes to fruition. Now, the only question I think, I think that it, Carson Wentz is health. Carson Wentz is health. Yeah, that's that's the key. That's a big
0: one. Yeah, yeah there's no security. There's more. No more security blanket. If Carson Wentz isn't healthy,
1: but if Carson Wentz is healthy, we're <laughs> going. <we're, we're... laughs> I know why
0: you're smiling because
1: I said just to
2: answer your thing from way. It doesn't even matter anymore. But the Kentucky cornerback you were thinking of was uh,
0: Lonnie Johnson Jr.
1: Lonnie Johnson. That's okay. it. Yeah. I think it was I know it was Johnson. I just couldn't think of his first name. But yeah, um, went
0: to Houston. But yeah, there's no more security blanket. It's all on Carson. I just don't I've want, said that from the we, beginning.
1: Do, uh, do we? Because what made him so dynamic was his ability to get out, escape pressure, and run. Do, do you still? I, I guess you gotta let him let him loose like that. Still, right? You do, do you want, because that's
0: his game set. But at the same time, you also have to tell him, look, it ain't safe for you. To we be, don't have
1: Nick Foles anymore, right? You
0: know? It ain't safe for you to keep doing that. Um, stay in the pocket, okay? Listen, we'll give you the power back to audible. Mm-hmm. Just stay in the pocket.
3: Right. (laughs) Since you guys are talking about the Eagles and their future, um, let's go into the rivals and the Redskins. What do you guys think about Dwayne Haskins going to the Redskins?
0: They are going to ruin his career. I agree with that. They are going to ruin his career. I think
1: Dwayne Haskins is a really talented quarterback. He's a
0: talented quarterback, but I was really hoping the Giants would have picked him because I really like Dwayne Haskins and I wanted to see him develop.
1: The Giants don't really have any money either, so what makes you, what's the difference there? Say he, was, say, the difference, say he was on the Giants right now. What's the difference? The
0: difference was he was going to sit behind Eli and be able to develop Eli's his awful. game. Eli's awful, but Eli wasn't going to be Eli's replaced. Eli's Eli can
1: teach him the offense, but yeah. he can learn the offense himself. What's he going to learn from Eli that he can't learn from Case Keenum? You know, there's two terrible teams. All I'm,
3: all I'm saying is there's this article published in 2015 from this high school, and in it it states, hopefully RG3 pans out in D.C., but in if not, expect them to draft another quarterback in the next five years. And that was, the sports editor was actually Dwayne Haskins. I have an answer. Wow. What are you saying, Chris? I have an answer Real for quick, you. Real quick, we got to get out of here.
2: Yeah, two Super Bowl rings. That's the answer to you. All right? Look, Eli, he's not great anymore. He's been there, though.
1: Yes, And I 110% agree with that now, because right. I guess he can learn, and he's got the experience. Case Keenum's got experience, too, in the playoffs, but... Hell, we all know how that turned out against the Eagles.
0: <laughs> all I'm saying is, man, they're going to ruin that young man's career and it's going to be sad. Well, uh-huh.
1: we're going to Tune find to out. Next week. Tune in next week. Backstreet Sports, Sixers updates, Phillies updates. Boots to asses. <laughs> Good close, T. <too>. Good close. <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. Backstreet Sports.
3: Let's win the series. Oh, yeah.